Hiya. Welcome back to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge. This is the podcast that inspires you to change your world for the better, to help get you out of your comfort zone and start making positive change in your life. It gives you a look into someone else's life who is just like you, but has achieved extraordinary things. I share these stories with you to give you an example and so that you can use their advice, their situations and the stories as a way to live a more fulfilled life yourself. This is your haven of positivity that keeps you accountable. It advocates for you to be a nicer person, including to yourself, and helps you with your own self-awareness. If you're the type of adventurer that sees life as one big adventure, no matter how big or small, and if you're looking to take that leap to start making positive change in your life and create your own significant path, this podcast is for you. So go on, hit subscribe, and while you're at it, tell a friend. You may have noticed that this episode sounds a little bit different. That's because Chris and the legends at Sounds Like an Earful have really helped me out with a lot of imaging and some sound. Sounds Like an Earful is a really awesome resource if you're looking for royalty-free music to use on your podcast or your ads or anything else. So definitely go and check out Chris and the team at Sounds Like an Earful. Dot com. I'll put a link to the best place to find all this music in the show notes. We're celebrating the 21st episode. Yes, if we were doing this in years, we would be able to drink around the world with my podcast today. But today I want to talk to you about my keys to success. And you may disagree with it. You may find that I am missing things out completely. But the way I see it, if you want to be successful, and this goes across the board over anything, so if you've decided that you want to be an astronaut or you want to be a marine biologist or you want to be a radio announcer or you want to be a writer, my two key takeaways that you need to start doing is having dedication and patience. Because without dedication... You can't be patient. They work close together. So say that you found something that you really like. You've decided that you want to be a writer, right? And you did writing in high school. You know, you did year 12 English and you found out that you were pretty good at it. And then you leave high school. Maybe you've gone to uni. Writing becomes a little bit of a chore. But it becomes difficult for you. Now, the only way that you're going to get better is by having to practice. You've got to dedicate your time. And there's a really great um, Macklemore song called 10,000 Hours. And he explores the theory that it takes 10,000 hours to get really good at something. Um, and that sort of translates into about 10 years or like 7 to 10 years, depending on how dedicated you are. So the idea is that you just chip away and you do it day in, day out, whatever it is. If you want to become a writer, you write a story day in, day out, or you speak to someone about becoming a writer day in, day out. You know, it's it's something that you kind of always need to be grinding on. And that whole no more zero days uh, blog post that has resonated very well with me that I've had to actually go back and read a couple of times. It's basically this dude on Reddit um, responding to this other guy's cry for help saying, you know, I hate my life. I'm not getting anywhere. And all this guy does is break down the dedication and the fact that there just needs to be a little bit of dedication for you to get to where you want to go. 
I will put a link to the No More Zero Days post in the show notes. Um, but a cool example of it is um, currently I am doing a little bit of Instagram marketing for this podcast. So um, if you have uh, come to this podcast uh, via my Instagram page, hooray, congratulations, well done. Give us a cheeky subscribe. Um, but what I'm doing is I'm sort of following Gary V's a dollar sixty strategy. Now the idea behind that, and like if you haven't already liked Gary Vee's work or seen any of it, where have you been lately? Do you even internet? If you have, cool, well done. But basically the way he sort of like approaches it is you're building community, right? And you're trying to create connection with people who are on the internet and there's, you know, 7 billion people and something about like 2 billion people on Instagram. And the idea is that you're leaving a a stamp on every single page that you go to, but you're not just leaving a stamp. You're not just saying I was here. The idea is that you come across an Instagram post, whichever way you decide to do that, whether you, you know, search hashtags or you search people for following other people, that sort of thing. And you read these people's posts. You take in the image, the caption, and you give them your two cents. You tell them what you think about the content that they have just put out. So maybe it's a picture of someone on a beach in a bikini and she's saying, hey, I love the ocean. It makes me feel super calm. So for me, if I was to respond to that, I would like the image. And then I would write something about, hey, I agree. There's something really calming about hearing waves crashing because that's just how I feel. And that's me responding to that person. And the fact that if you do that, 80 times a day and it should be something that's done every single day. And there you are, you're going, you're giving your two cents 80 times, you know, you're timesing your two cents by two. You are then spending a dollar sixty on that strategy to build up these connections and by other people seeing your comment, they're going to come onto your profile and go, oh, okay, I actually kind of like dig what this person's all about. That's how we're finding other people on Instagram. And without that dedication, there's like a plain sight that I've seen from days when I do the dollar sixty strategy to days that I don't, the difference in people finding my Instagram page and it going the other way, if I don't comment or if I don't do the, the strategy for a couple of days, I can notice it in my follow account and in the people that are engaging with me. So it's a almost instant way that you can see if this dedication, if you do it every day, it's going to pay off. Okay, it only pays off in likes and you can't buy anything with likes. But there is a prime example that dedication works. Right. So going back to you wanting to be a writer, you look at that and you go, okay, well, I need to be, you know, set yourself a challenge to maybe write five sentences a day and go back and read that. And by you doing that, it's keeping your mind ticking over with what you want. And this is where patience sort of comes into it because nothing happens overnight. There is no such thing as the overnight sensation. It's just the fact that you found out about this person overnight. You you didn't see the hard yards that Chris Hemsworth put in before he got cast in Thor. You didn't see the hard yards that the Kardashians' mum, you know, Chris Jenner did before, uh, well, Kim got found out about the sex tape, you know. So it, it's one of those things that as much as it might not seem like they haven't really tried very hard and I'm using the the Kardashians is a very interesting example because you think the sex tape was so long ago, but where would they be if they hadn't built upon that? And I really don't like to reference the Kardashians, but they are such a big example of how the world and social media is these days. Like they are an incredible signpost and an incredible example of like what we can all be doing. 
obviously not in the same way. The content's always going to be different. But yeah, I definitely don't hate on the Kardashians for what they're doing in the digital sphere. They're absolutely killing it. And, you know, kudos to them. Anyway, this sort of lesson came about for me earlier this week because I went to the Acres. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a few episodes lately, I have spoken a little bit about the Acres, but not actually told you what it is. So the Acres are the Australian Commercial Radio Awards. And I go every year, my first ever year working in the Australian commercial radio industry, I got nominated. So luckily, my work sent me to Melbourne. I was living in Darwin at the time, and my work sent me to Melbourne. Melbourne, put me up in a hotel and pretty much like I was a finalist. I was top five in the country in that year, which is just phenomenal to kind of think about. And it was this whole new experience. Number one, like having to travel for work. Heck yes. If you get a chance to do it, majorly do it because it's, you know, you're feeling a little bit like a boss. It feels great. But then also it's going and being in the same room as like maybe 1,200, 4,000, I didn't even know, like a big convention center sort of style room full of people. And it's insane. I've learned about other people in the industry. You've got the people who are working in Metro Radio that are top of the game that, you know, you kind of idolize and you kind of go, oh, holy crap, I would love to be in their position one day. But then you've got all the other markets that are out there. You know, there's country, provincial and metro types of markets. And and it's all done by audience size and, and the market share that they have. But To be in a room full of people when, for me, my daily life, I never, ever see the people that I speak to. I see, on average, these days, maybe 20 people in my office, and I will converse with probably about 10 of them in my mind, because when I'm on air, I definitely converse with a fair few more. But to be in a room full of people that are all doing that same sort of thing, and when you think about it, radio stations are quite spread out, especially regional markets, which is what I am in. It's not often that they all get together. So it's really cool to be there and to have all these ideas discussed because it's the best of the best. It's the arias for the radio industry in Australia. And it's cool to get dressed up and, you know, feel super fancy and get flown to places and have to walk a red carpet. But then there's also the fact that you're there celebrating the wins that not just you had in your life. It opens you up to the bigger picture of what the Australian radio industry really is like, and it includes sales and it includes promotions. And it's not just the programming team of which I am a part of because I'm an announcer. It really does kind of connect everyone and bind everyone together. And it's happened every single year to me. I've made a bit of a hype about the ACRAs and in the weeks leading up to the ACRAs, I kind of get it in my head and that's why I go through all this like fitness transformation, trying to look the best. But I get it in my head that everything's going to change for me after the ACRAs. And this is the third year that I've done that. And I'm putting this out here so that next year I can remember this and go, okay, actually it didn't happen. And that's fine because I I somehow think that when I go to the Acres, I'm going to meet the person who's going to take the chance on me, you know, bump into a random PD, a program director who does the hiring and the firing in radio stations. And they're going to go, oh, wow, you're awesome. I want to take a chance on you. I want to get you on this amazing Melbourne station or whatever. And that never happens, right? Some cool things do happen. They're always by chance. It's one of those things that if it can go wrong, it will. So when you try and do the opposite and you try and wish something to happen, 
happen and it doesn't happen, you know, it's a bit bummed out and a bit silly of me to actually think that things are going to work out the way that I think they're going to work out. Because as I've learned in life, nothing ever works out the way you think it's going to work out in, you know, in the process, but things work out in your favor all the time. So this year, third time round, I've realized that it's not the overnight success that maybe I was a little bit naive in thinking that it was going to be with the whole meeting someone new and and that sort of thing. And this is where the patience and the dedication comes in. Because I believe that if you dedicate yourself to something, you do it day in, day out, it will pay off. You just have to be patient and believe that it's going to happen. Because when you're patient, it means that you can kind of appreciate everything else that's going on around you a little bit more. And a prime example of that is uh, a couple of episodes ago, my Moments of Manifestation episode that I did where I shared with you a journal entry from 2015 where I had even no idea that I was manifesting the life that I'm currently living right now. And back then, I didn't even think it was possible. I had no doubt, it, like no even thought in my mind that I would be here. And here I am. All because I was dedicated enough to want to record an audio journal and to push and be dedicated to my dream, which is to become a radio announcer. So in a nutshell that I just spent 12 minutes trying to keep inside a nutshell, all my tips for success are for you to be patient trust to know that okay so maybe there's three but it's the dedication to dedicate yourself to something day in day out even if it's something little it's having the trust to know that you're going to get there but also having the patience that goes along with the trust that you're going to get there because you're going to get a lot of failures along the way you're going to get a lot of no's and I'm speaking from experience but if you trust that you're going to get there and you keep with that patience those no's and those failures get a lot easier to overcome. And then you end up in a place where you go, holy hell, I'm podcasting and I'm working in a radio station and I never even thought this was possible. So I'm living proof that patience and dedication are the keys to success, maybe with a little bit of trust in there, but not trust in the process, trust in yourself that you can do it. And then you are going to be unstoppable. So that's it for this week's episode of the Misadventurous Podcast. If you dug what I had to say and it sits really well with you, mate, go out there, show me your dedication. And if you know someone who might be struggling here and my story will help them, I would love you to share this on because... All I'm trying to do is provide a little bit more value and help you get your life sorted and help you live a more enriched and fulfilled life. So if you do dig this podcast, let me know, review, give me a rating on iTunes. But if you don't think that I'm right and you want to have a discussion about it, that is awesome. That is totally okay. I'm all for continuing the conversation. Feel free to hit me up on any of the comment sections. If you want to leave a review and how much you disagree with my patience and dedication comment, that's totally okay. I am all for you speaking about this podcast and the message that I am giving to you right now. If you like it, if you don't like it, I still want to hear what you think of it. So go on, make a bit of noise on it on your Instagram story. Just tag at the misadventurous or Tiffany underscore Rouge. Let me know how you're viewing this and whether or not you agree with me. So, yeah, until next week.